Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs are here, fiddling with the knobs as always. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. I got to say, I get excited. Thursday is when I get excited in the week, right? Obviously, we have a game. Everything's turning. Like Everything's a mad scramble to get all this football talking. And now there's baseball, Sheck. And, uh, well, we'll get to all of it, but the Padres, Mets, I, this is the one. This is the one I feared. I didn't want to play a week early. I didn't want to play the Padres. I know this you is your pick to win it all. Yep. Well, I, you know, I I really did when I made that pick. I really thought like, OK, the, the Braves are making their back half push here, but the Metropolitans will hold them off. Ugh. I'm a little scared for you. I don't love the matchup for you. Um, if you can. I, I, and I also don't love the the fact that you have your one and two superstars having to be burnt now. But like, like we talked about. The ray of sunshine is maybe the teams that have their feet up right now are going to get a little stale. This is a weird rhythm to 162 games. Now, hey, take off three or four days, guys. Maybe they'll cool off. I don't know. The Dodgers seem to be uh, playing late into October every year and after 115 wins or whatever. (laughs) What was it? Like 200 and... Two hundred and what can I do? But but that's all I'm offering. I appreciate. Hey, listen, Martin, we gave out winners, monster winners. I gave out uh, the Rockies over the Dodgers. Speaking of the Dodgers the other day at three to one odds, you had your under what? Five and a half strikeouts and check had the Mets minus one and a half against this Nationals team, which uh, should be relegated, I think. But a good job by us. Three for three on the play of the day. Right. Especially having to play baseball during football season. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I know the baseball regular season ended yesterday. I'll I'll catch up on baseball on Tuesdays and Wednesdays wow. and perhaps a Friday and maybe on a Saturday night late. But uh, I'm ready. <laughs> right, well, that's I'm, more, I'm more than I'm, half I'm the week. <laughs> okay. You guys, there's a girl crawling around on the floor. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. There was a girl crawling happened? around on the floor. I have no idea who that was. I'm what? Sorry. Had a hard, oh, yeah, man. Sorry for that interruption there. All right, check. I don't want some kind of sta- scandal here. I didn't even see her. Uh, anyway, We're lousy hey. with chicks crawling around in here. Everything. Lots of little girls uh, in the Damashek household. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. You get it all done there. We have our prop quiz contest up. We have our pick em contest up. You're going to get a little taste of uh, what a, a good solid card looks like as we're going to go over about seven or eight NFL games and Martin's going to give you a pick and Martin never loses. Martin, what did we figure you were? Martin, uh, 40, uh, was, you're at 70%, right? I know the win total is 41. Uh, 41, 13 and one. Does that sound right? No, I think it might be close no, to 41, 15, 41, 15, 31, 13, 30, 31, 13 and one, 31, 13, 45, right? No, I was, I was 31 and 13 going into the, going into week three or going into right, week okay. four rather. So I, yeah, I know I've picked won a lot of these games, right? Now, listen, Harry and I are only seven games behind you. I feel like we could, there's enough of the season to chip away. Damashek, I think you're about 10 or 11. You're not worried at all. You're, you're going to, you're nipping at the heels already. 
Oh, listen, we have 13 weeks left of action to go. I'm not I'm not at all concerned. Very yeah. early on, fellas. Very early on still. We we have more. We we actually do the playoffs. We run this all the way through. All right, listen. So that's at extrapoints.com slash arcade. I uh let's get into the NFL. There's a game obviously tonight, but before we cover that, I do want to talk about this protester who's now filing charges um for a brutal assault. <laughs> On a, I think that's what he's calling it. A bro- First of all, I didn't even know he was a protester. I just thought he was um, he was labeled as a streaker, which that wasn't true. Right. Uh, but he gets on the field and he's got all this pink smoke going. We thought it was some kind of weird gender reveal. Not the case. He's protesting animals. Is that what it was? Was it an animal protest, Martin? I'm you know, not even sure this, what it was. This is one that I have to give the glue girl credit. We spoke to her. She was one of the, I don't say the first, yeah. but the first of the wave after the world reopened of, of getting out there and really showing right. at a sporting event for, for the, some greater cause, uh, at least what you determined to be some greater cause. But you know what? She got out there. She got her messaging together. We knew all about what it was. She's doing interview tours. She's on podcasts. I got no idea. Mm-hmm. It's Thursday. It was Monday when this happened. I got no idea still what this guy was talking about, what he was protesting. What he stands for. If what yeah. he st- I mean, poor job by you, buddy. Really, really, really bad job by you. And you got your clock clean by a linebacker. I understand why he's doing He's trying to find some level of, like, so- some recompense out of this whole scenario. But you just embarrass yourself all the way around. He was an animal rights activist, I'm being told. Um, yes, and like you said, Bobby Wagner just came up and just demolished him, right? And so now he's suing Sheck. It's That's a weird where we thing. part ways. That's where we part ways, though, Sal. How so? I think, I mean, obviously, ridiculous, fraudulent lawsuit, whatever, uh, uh, by, this, by this dope running down onto the field. What did you expect? Obviously, you knew this was going to be the reaction. Now you're just trying to get another bite at the apple for some attention for your cause or for yourself. I think the disappointing aspect that people haven't really talked about is Bobby Wagner could have hit him at least twice as hard. Oh, you know, and and no one would take him to task for that. If you get one lick in on somebody behaving that way on a field. And by the way, like we've talked about, not to get up on Mount Pius about it. But Mm -hmm. if human beings choose to get into the personal space of professional athletes because they're down in the arena, you get what you get. You you deserve you deserve whatever you get. Wagner should have dropped the hammer. He didn't really. Mm. And other people have in, in sports history have really unloaded on guys who do this. This was a pretty tepid uh, hit by Bobby Wagner. He should have really laid him out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, listen, I, look, there, there's obviously you, you can't say this guy deserves anything he gets. Right. If some uh, some some weirdo assistant coach pulls out a, a, a rifle and shoots him. That's probably a little much, but I have to say this is one assault that we're all kind of rooting for, right? A security guard tackles him, great. A player, even better. How about another fan? Even better, Martin. Another fan comes out and tackles a guy. Then it's chaos, but uh, I don't think a lot of people feel bad for this dude, for sure. No, and I mean, why should you? I mean, first of all, we're all watching mm-hmm. football. At that point, it's not a great game, but it's still one that's in the mm-hmm. balance. We're still watching. We're, we're hooked in here. And, and now we got to sit here and watch ISOs or Sean McVay on the sideline. Because for whatever reason, ESPN refuses to, or any broadcast partner besides the Mannings, refuse to show yeah. these jerks really doing it. I think if you saw Bobby Wagner take guys like Bobby Wagner like in that mode, 
Maybe less people would run out. I bet if the glue girl would have a second thought. Maybe that's why she did it at a basketball game. Less violence in general. You know, All right. Babyface Joel Salmon is pr- having trouble getting his uh, mic together here. He had a good good idea for this. This should be ma- added. You know, they announced last week that the Pro Bowl is going away and instead a flag football game will take its place and a skills competition overseen by our bosses, the Manning brothers, Eli and Peyton. Babyface says this should be one of the events that is looked at. You go. Uh, what do you do? Babyface, what were you saying? Basically, a fan runs on the field, and we see which player could uh, apprehend him, tackle him, put him down in the least amount of time with the most force? Was it something like that? Yeah, I, I would love to see this in the Pro Bowl. Everyone wants the fans to get involved, so a fan is given sure. a chance. He's given a, a five-second head start, and then let's see the best defensive players in the game run him down, tackle him, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a, a, a rodeo, but mm. uh, n- not. And uh, no animals will be hurt, so the protesters will right. be happy. Uh, Dave, feel free to set the odds on who would win this. In history, off the top of my head, uh, Mike Curtis of the Colts once laid out a fan who ran down onto the field, and it was much celebrated. James Harrison did it to a Cleveland Browns fan, I believe. Um, James Harrison's still doing it, but not on the field, I think. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's his wherever, choice wherever as, a, he wants. Yeah. as a civvy. Right. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, um, uh, Rick Monday went and grabbed the U.S. flag, grabbed the American flag uh, away at yeah. Wrigley Field. Well, didn't Ditka knock someone out? Was it Ditka or Butkus? Ditka, Ditka, right? Ditka yeah. laid somebody out. Um, and then there was a NHL linesman once, some dope at the Boston Garden jumped down onto the ice to go argue a call with, I think it was Don Koharski, and he was shuffling over and he got within two or three feet and out of the side of the screen, if you're watching it on TV, <laughs> the linesman comes out of nowhere yeah. and it's the all-time greatest hit you'll ever see it's good. Uh, on a fan. It's the best. I like, uh, I like Joel's idea. I, I would say if you're going to run out on the field during a football game, your best case scenario is just a... Uh, an overzealous security guard bear hugs you and walks you back to the sidelines. Right. Um, Bobby Wagner. Uh, I don't know if we take a, a fund up to uh, pay for Bobby Wagner's assault, so-called assault, but uh, I wouldn't mind. Doing no, that. you know, uh, to, uh, glass uh, half full view of that is a lot of people got in touch with me and said, no, no, you should be flattered that John Ham laid you out. So mm-hmm. that standard, I don't want some dopey security guard laying me out. At right. least I want it to be an NFL star. John Ham, Hollywood phony laid me out. Somehow I'm supposed to be flattered by that. I am. Yes, not you should. See, you really, should, but anyway, the guy, who should, be, uh, the guy yeah. should be filing the lawsuit. If you go back and look at the video, there's a guy in the yellow vest that catches up. him, but there's a guy in a, all black who runs mm-hmm. and he falls. And he, I mean, he's, it's the worst non-contact fall that I've seen since Sterling Shepard in week three happened to that it guy really right did there. Look like a, his ACL just gave out. It's in furtherance of a job, right? So he can't, he can't sue, but that was interesting. A lot went on uh, for sure. In that play. All right, let's do this. Thursday night, Denver home against Indianapolis. It's three now. It ticked up to three and a half. You know what? I'm buying the half point back. I liked it when it was three and a half. Now, it was three all week, and then we found out that no Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. Um, And so for Denver, we know no Javante Williams. He's out for the year. No Randy Gregory. He's out, too, on the defensive end. I think neither team here is very good through the first month, but... Unlike the Colts, the Broncos keep getting shoved down our throats on primetime. What is it, Check? I think they have the full boat of five, which is fine. But really, we have to see them three times in the first four weeks, not even four weeks. 
Give me a break with Denver. They should have consulted me. I would have told you this team was not going to be that good. Why do I have to put them on in primetime so much? Uh, it's the QB league, and Russ, yeah. uh, for better or worse, is one of the more prominent QBs. I think the absence that hasn't really been focused on, and it's not the end of the world, you would think, for the Indianapolis Colts, but look at their record. The absence of the ongoing absence of Shaq Leonard. He finally gets out there and then immediately gets dinged and is, and is right. out again. Um, on Thursday night football. That's not small. I mean, no Jonathan Taylor, no Javante Williams, who I was super high on going into the season and didn't deliver and now has the devastating injury to boot. I'm going to go with the Broncos at home here. Uh, I I, I hate it either way because both teams are are pretty bad. It's hard to get enthusiastic about them. But I, I, I continue to say, I'll say what I said last week to be consistent. At some point, I do think that Russell Wilson and those pass catchers turn the Mm. corner a little bit and start to put up some points that you would expect for a future Hall of Famer and a a gaggle of high pedigree pass catchers to deliver. All right. Let's say Martin, I have trouble betting uh, on Nate Hackett as a favorite here. I'd rather take the points. What do you like? I don't see any reason why Denver. I mean, I understand that this Colts team is not that great, but they did beat one of the best teams in football, Kansas City. Well, Denver has shown me no reason why they should be favored at all. I think Indianapolis is to play here, especially if it was three and a half. I liked it way better at three and a half. And I think that it's concerning, though, with no Jonathan Taylor. That gives me – because that's the only path for Indianapolis to have consistent offense. I'm thinking my official play, I'm going to go Denver to the total team under. Uh, twenty. What is it? It was twenty. Twenty-two and a half. Under twenty-two and a half. That's a uh, plus one hundred five. I don't see this team scoring Interesting. touchdowns. Denver um, under the under is like, probably boy, boy, the uh, play here. Um, well, yeah. I think Colts defense like, ranks second versus the run, so I think Russ Sheck is going li- to likely to throw the ball, but I'm not sure that that's a a great thing. I'm going to go nineteen sixteen. I like I like where you're thinking there, Martin, with the under Colts though eleven and five against the spread in their last sixteen road games. So I'm buying the extra half a point. Mikey Meatballs, make sure that's on the graphic there. I probably have to pay a, a buck twenty, but I want that three and a half there. Could be a crazy uh, uh, McManus type um, seventy yarder at the end to win. What were you going to say, Martin? I was just going to say if I think both of these teams haven't shown me much offensively, I already like the under. But with the, I think the Colts should win this game, especially with, the, mm-hmm. like you said, the Nathaniel Hackett uh, factor playing in there. So, but the, the whole, it's fascinated between three, three and a half, and Jonathan Taylor going out feels like it should have moved more. So that's why I'm just playing the Denver score. It's weird how they don't move these. Like, all right, the number one fantasy guy almost universally is out. Yeah, we'll move it a half a point. <laughs> that's, a, that's the only hope for them. And, and, and if you care about the specific matchup, Sertan is coming on. You think that Pittman with Matt Ryan's uh, career-long affinity for his clear-cut number one and targeting him over and over again, yeah. that's probably a bad matchup for the Colts as well there with a, with a guy who's emerging as a guy who legitimately can take away the other team's number one receiver. So that's another reason to perhaps like the Brox here. All right. Well, he did fall in love with Mo Alley Cox, who, uh, if you listen on Against the Odds, is my pick for first touchdown at 16-1. I think that's juiced up a little high. All right, listen, wherever you bet, go to Caesars. I mean, whatever you bet, go to Caesars. Not wherever you bet, because if you're betting somewhere else, it wouldn't be. Anyway, Go to Caesars. Let me tell you a little about Caesars. All right, listen, whatever you're betting, Teasers over or under, do it through Caesars because they have all the names. Caesar himself, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundqvist, and now yours truly. Yes, 
against all odds is now a proud member of the Caesars empire. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code CZRFULL and go full Caesars this season. Oh, you must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingAndDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit C-O-N-N-E-X-Ontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll discuss the London game and so many others. We'll be right back. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. All right, here we go. Another London game. Packers minus 841 against the Giants. Packers officially the home team. I don't know. What, what's the latest spaghetti? It looks like it looks like it's going to be Daniel Jones, right? Yeah. Um, played, played okay. Practiced well Wednesday, I think. And, you know, unless there's a setback. Yeah, literally uh, two minutes ago, just reading some tweets from the B-Riders. He looks, they said he's moving around much healthier than he uh, has been. Looks much faster today. So, Daniel Jones will play uh, the game on Sunday. Yeah, so no quarterback issues for the Giants. All right, so there you go. Well, I mean, I, honestly. Quarterback issues. What, what do you Jones do? going to play. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, three and one. Oh. <laughs> they are three and one, and the Packers had a little bit of trouble with Bailey Zappi. So I, I wouldn't even say, yeah, if Davis Webb is in, it's over. But I am all over the Packers a little bit. I mean, I, I think that's the point. This is the week they truly get it together defensively, by the way. I, I, I don't think they had it. Adrian Amos is questionable. Jair Alexander's back. I think they pressure Jones. That's three tough defenses. I will say the Giants have played now in a row. It's a, you say what you will about the Bears, but they bring it defensively. Cowboys and now the Packers. Packers 4-0 against the spread. I know this sounds stupid as an eight-point favorite or more at home. 
this actually might be more of a home field advantage in London. Uh, we're going to see a bad London game. We already gave them a good one. 23-13 Packers. Sheck, what do you like? It's funny. I, I, I've i had this debate with our pal, handsome Hank Hodgson, who is now, mm. I think, uh, the king or the prince of football in the yeah. UK. I forget what his proper title is. I think that's I got it right, though. But what team should the UK embrace? The Packers feel right to me, right? Doesn't that seem like that should be their team? They're old and they're traditional and their uniforms. And otherwise, mm-hmm. I think that they're home. If, in fact, they do embrace these Packers are going to go home happy. I'm with you. I think a double digit win is uh, is ready to roll here. I think that they have to assert themselves because the premise of these Packers is defensive dominance, taking right. away the run. I think that Saquon can do that, and that uh, suits you too, Sal, since you're rooting for Saquon to get hurt. There you go. No, I'm not. No, I have him in every fantasy league. How is that? Oh, I, I see. Okay. Because of my other bet. You well, can't let him hit the, the 900, right? Yes, yes. The 900 rush true. yards. Nah, he'll, he'll, he'll survive. Um, check, that is an interesting point with the – it, it has to be New England, though, right? New England has to be either their most hated no. or they're the one they root for the most. It has to be one or the other, right? It's either like, we hate this team. No, they, they embrace, like, we hate you so much, England, that right. our whole team, our whole thing is based around the Revolutionary War and the right. heroes, where it gets confusing, of course, is that when their best players, when they choose to honor the very mm. best New England Patriots of all time, what do they give them? A red coat makes right. no 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 GD sense. We 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 beat back the red coats. That's the whole revolution, and then they they go against it. It's insane. Yes, uh, and babyfaces point out to Jaguars. I know we're, we're saying which team would it make most sense. Well, they should send New England then there because at least you have a hate. At least there's somebody they could root against, right? If all those things okay. are safe, that makes uh, sense. True. Yes, I there's think an easy answer to do with that. This. It's go the ahead. Los Angeles Chargers. In part because nobody yeah. would miss them here, and then they could actually right. have a dedicated, real, actual fan base. Like they, the Chargers three years ago played in a soccer stadium, and I didn't realize oh, just yeah. how small that thing was until I went to go see an XFL game in the same stadium. Mm-hmm. It is like half of the lower bowl of where USC plays of the, the Coliseum, right? Like. It, it it looks like I think you're right. By accident, they'd have more fans there in London, Tottenham, like, whatever, whatever stadium you put there. Yeah, I've been to high school stadiums that were bigger than they played. The Chargers played a full home schedule there. I've been in high school yeah. football stadiums bigger than that. They'd probably prefer that at this point. Going back to it. at least there's an excuse as to why there weren't fans there for them. But <laughs> well, the Steelers would have made sense in the Big Ben era, but now that's coming. Oh down, yeah, so. that's true. All right, Martin, what's your uh, what's your pick? I'm gonna hmm. take the Giants. Just off the strength that it's a uh, it's the the total so low and an eight point spread, and like the Packers have only when is the Packers what who have they beaten by more than uh, eight points? This is just the Bears, right? The Packers have it. They, they only beat the Bucks by two points. They went to overtime with with Bailey Zappi. Like maybe this is the get right, but uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll bet with the with All right. Daniel Jones again. All right, Martin's a little. I, I don't know if uh, I know a lot of Martin supporters out there, but he seems very iffy on this one. I mean, usually seventy percent. He goes after spaghetti for not having a quarterback, and then ends up taking the Giants. All right, we'll see. I what mean, happens. This, this it's just I, sometimes the gambling play doesn't necessarily. I think the Packers should win. Do I think they win by ten points? Then I feel much better taking the eight. I don't know if they win by ten points. I think it's probably a touchdown. So I'll go with the Giants. Jets originally from Queens, Shaq. 
that you know okay okay makes sense we're getting somewhere now yeah all right now we're really somewhere bills 14 point favorite over your Steelers and a big 46 and a half uh yeah martin to your point that's a big over under compared to the big spread uh I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm taking the points. I said I wouldn't do this after they blew out the Titans, the Bills did. Uh, they smoked Tennessee. Then they had that hiccup game against the Dolphins. And now they're back on track with a nice road win in Baltimore. And you got that defense against Kenny Pickett. Check, it's hard to improve on an A-, minus the grade you gave him. But <laughs> maybe throws fewer than three interceptions. I, I like the Steelers. I know it's all, you know, without Watt, different team. But they're still allowing only 22 points a game. Uh, Miles Jack, 43 tackles. You, you have to be happy with Highsmith with five and a half sacks. Fitzpatrick interceptions. I think Pickett backdoor is a cover here. 34-23, Sheck. That's a, that's I agree fine. with – I ultimately agree with you because, I mean, a two tu- – I mean, as we've talked about for, for years on end, mm-hmm. two touchdown dog in pro football, I really, I really want to take the Bills – you know, spiritually. I mean, I would never actually wager against my my favorite football team. Look at the injury report, though. Both sides is a, is a bloody mess. I mean, I it's really hard to figure out who's going to be out there for either defense. If, if you really go through it, the half of the Steelers secondary, more than half their secondary, didn't practice on Wednesday. It's it's in question if Minka Fitzpatrick's going to play or any of the other starters are going to be out there in time for Sunday. But same goes for a lot of the high-end players on the Bills' defense. Obviously, Josh Allen, I'm not going to pick against him on the money line. I do think, like you just said, the kid is going to stay game and they're going to keep on firing. It takes on a different vibe than if you're just playing out a second half, the the outcome of which is already determined. The Steelers are going to keep on firing um, because they have the rookie in there to try and build for the next week and the weeks upcoming. So, yeah, I think the Steelers, even if they drop down three touchdowns at some point, maybe scratch out a late, meaningless fourth quarter touchdown to, to um, All right. get past that fourth Are we uh... – but I'm sick. About, we, I'm, we, by the we, way, I'm excited about it. That's why I'm excited about the Kenny Pickett era. That's what I want to say. I know it's well, it's, I, it's not a great time to start it up in Buffalo, but nevertheless, let's stay enthused. Well, you know my point. I can't let my friends be excited unless they're rooting for the same team I am. So that's 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 where I come in, Martin. I feel like you're the same way. I'm with uh, in this game. I like. God damn it, Martin! Spit it out. I'm sorry. I'm going Martin, with slap Steelers. yourself. Do do something. <laughs> you gotta wake I'm, up here, buddy. I'm out of it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. 14 right. points. The Bills in their last two games have had these huge, like emotional comeback type deals with the Miami thing, and then having the whole thing with Baltimore and that last drive down the field. Um, I think they're beat up a lot, and then Pittsburgh not starting Trubisky. I think you can't understate how much of a upgrade just a league average quarterback will be to compared to him. So as long as they take care of Pickett and don't like don't turn the ball over eight times, covering fourteen, especially with an over under forty six, it's kind of the same logic as the Giants would take an eight and forty one. Like they're what saying would it's be what game? Check what would the score have to be to see Trubisky back in? 
I think it would have to be an injury to eight. That's the only way. An injury, that, really? They keep, if it's like forty-one-three, they keep him in just uh, just so. to keep him from getting. I think injured. you give him as many. I, I think, like I said uh, a minute ago, mm-hmm. I just think that they're that now based on the choice to turn to the rookie. Now they're incented to keep on rolling with them, no matter what the situation no, is. But because I'm it's saying, every- yes, I'm saying they uh, they acknowledge he's our starter. We can't get him hurt in this game. That's a blowout. They take him out and put Trubisky in. I mean, really, they, whatever you want. My, my guess, like my guess would be that Tomlin in that spot would say, "Hey, we want to give this kid as many rip, reps as we possibly can, so keep him out there no matter what." All right, Chargers Browns this is a good one. Chargers minus two and a half, forty seven and a half. Yeah, I'm not a believer in the Chargers. Shaq loves them. I love the Raiders. Neither team is probably going too far. Chargers two and two. They lose Bosa. Uh, you, know, you don't I, know. You don't know, Sal. Nobody knows. There's a bunch of good two and two teams. There's a bunch of terrible two and two teams. And I don't know. I'm just not. I heard Matt Money Smith. I, I believe it's his job. Of course, you want to be excited about the Chargers. But I wouldn't take a, a win over the uh winless Texans as a sign that they're back. Um, Browns lost to Atlanta. Not much better. Herbert, what does he have? 1,250 yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. God forbid anyone say anything bad about him. They shouldn't. Uh, He's right up there in the top five, top six, even in a a weird year where the quarterback, everything's going sideways. But I feel like everyone's checking off the Chargers here, minus two and a half, because it's less than three and they have a superior quarterback. But meanwhile, somehow they didn't get much better against the run this year, signing those tackles and everything. Chubb and Hunt are over 650 yards through four weeks. I think they shorten the game against the Chargers. Staley makes a stupid call. Cleveland wins 30-24. Uh, I'm going Cleveland, but the over more so, which is eight and two in the Chargers' last ten games. Martin, which way are you I going like, in this game? I like the Browns here too. Uh, just off the strength, if you look at the two teams, the Browns have been one of the more consistent teams in the AFC so far this season, and Jacoby Brissett has been playing at a pretty high level. And I, part of me betting on Atlanta last week was thinking that he wasn't going to be able to keep that up, and the Browns really should have won that game. Uh, and, you know, you look at the Chargers, gave up 24 points to the Texans. Like, that's concerning. When you look at the – I like Davis Mills as, next, as much as the next guy. The Texans don't score a lot of points. And the, the Chargers, they gave up a ton of points on them. Browns are going to run the ball all over them like, and without yeah. Bosa. Like, I, I'm with the Browns in two and a half. Why can't they stop the run here, Shaq? Uh, I know you're going Chargers, by the way, but I, I don't understand why they can't stop the run. It's weird. They, 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 I, 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 Pierce was uh, everyone forgot about him. Yeah, you figured they had it solved by the ads that they made in the off season, but so far not so good. Kenneth Murray continues to be banged up and maybe uh, tracking towards disappointing because he was supposed to be a great steal when Telesco landed him where he did a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers though because yeah, it's funny that you invoked the name Davis Mills because the same effect is now kind of sort of taking place with Jacoby Brissett. We talk about it all the time. It's at the QBs. Ooh, he's ooh, wow, who who is this guy? We didn't know what to expect from this guy. Get excited about him. More and more tape on that guy. Defenses figure him out. Davis Mills is getting exposed as just a guy. Jacoby Brissett, we've long known as just a guy. Here it comes, everybody. Jacoby Brissett, the big fallback. Oh, he got everybody excited once again. How many times are you going to get Charlie Brown or Lucy or whichever it is by Jacoby Brissett? It's diminishing returns. The longer you leave him into the in the offense the more it's going to be revealed that he's Jacoby Brissett. Right. Chargers win. 
Who was the teacher in the and and Peanuts that uh, you couldn't la, understand? La, la, la. That was genius. Like that. I love that. that. It was annoying and yet genius. Yeah, that's uh, that's Coach Staley. That's basically it. That's uh, it. All comes around. All right, Philly minus five at Arizona. Boy, that's a lot to give on the road. The Eagles are being treated as a legitimate, undefeated, flawless team. That's what this tells me. Minus five, mm-hmm. or or they're against Arizona. I want to ask you guys, unless you've seen it already, on Caesars. They have, uh, I love it. They keep it going for over-under wins um, for teams. Did you see the Eagles number? Just tell me if you've seen it or not. I haven't seen it, no. I have not. Okay, uh, give me give me your best guess. 17 games. How many did they win? They've already um, they they have, and, and they have one of the easier rides left here. I'll say that they're at uh, 13 total. Martin? I was going to say 13, so I'll say uh, I'll, you're making a point of it, so I'll go 14. Yeah, I guess I, guess I, I led the witnesses too much. All right, it's right in the middle, 13 and a half. I don't know. We, I, I looked at that Monday. I'm like, oh, my God, but you're right. You look at the rest of their schedule, and maybe they're not favored in two or three games. Like at Dallas, probably not favored, depending on the quarterback situation. They have the Packers in there. My God, and that's not to say they have to win every game that they're favored in, but 13 and a half? For the Eagles, Sirianni coach of the year, I think I'm buying into it. I'm definitely not buying it to Kingsbury. Arizona 0-7 against the spread in their last seven home games. That's a big number. Uh, I think Kyler has trouble with this defense in the first half, and it's going to be enough to get Philly the win and cover 28-17. Shaq, what do you think? Stinker pick from Damashek. I was in on the Eagles in the preseason. I picked them to win the division and uh, mm. um, be a, a high seed come uh, playoff time, obviously, by winning the division. I'm taking the cards here, and I know I, I'm, I'm really trying to thread the needle here because it's pretty easy for me to talk myself into the Eagles leaving the desert with a win. But that's a lot, as you say, that's a lot of points, although it's come down from five and a half, if I'm not right. mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. The cards, uh, so down to five. I'm playing a hunch here that uh, that Kyler's going to show up and uh, and uh, do just enough against that defense to make it a fun game, and I'm going to take the Cardinals plus five at home. They play well. They dominated that. What was the Panthers last week? Right, Arizona. I just um I just don't trust it completely yet. I don't know, Martin. Maybe five is too much. What are you saying? I think that the Cardinals beat probably the worst team in the NFC in the Panthers yeah. last week, and this week will get beat down by the, probably the best team in the NFC. Uh, one mm. thing that concerns me about the Eagles, they did lose two offensive linemen last week, and you know I would would like to wait to to make my official bet on Saturday when I find out if those guys are going to play or not. But seeing as you guys forced me right here on Thursday to go ahead and lock it in, mm-hmm. I'm going to get. I'm taking the Eagles. I mean, I. I the Jaguar, I mean, uh, the Jaguars before playing Philly had played some of the best football that we had seen in the league. And in the second half, I know it was raining, but I can't imagine that Trevor Lawrence is that much worse in the rain than he is in regular like sunshiny weather. If that's the case, then they might want to build a dome in Jacksonville. But I think this Philly defense is going to cause all types of hell for Arizona offense that if Kyler Murray is not doing video game type stuff, it won't matter. Like, they can't. Yeah. Cliff Cleanberry's out of his league. Well, that's the one thing. The defense hasn't been spectacular. You thought those two Georgia stars were going to uh, pay dividends immediately, but they gave up 100 points to the Lions, most of them garbage time. You know, they down 14 nothing to the Jaguars. Uh, uh, the commanders, I think they handled pretty well. But that's, that's, um, 
I guess they're undefeated. I 13 and a half. My God. That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, like, but then again, if you get into the Wayback Machine and it takes you back to one year ago at this point, we're talking about the Cardinals undefeated and saying, are they real? I mean, they're undefeated, but are we really? I think the Eagles 2022 are a tick better than the Cardinals were a year ago. But same same thing. Come on. The Eagles are very good. Are they, they are they good. some world beater? Left? Come on, all right. They got it's got to catch up with them sooner rather than later. The Cardinals are a very good pup of the week pick, by the way. It's They're not ba- my oh pup okay. Of the week. Oh, we're gonna get to that in a minute. It's based on uh, obviously the rest of the season. Check. Did you see what the Steelers are win total? What would you think? Woo, I can't imagine there's a lot of confidence in uh, in a rookie QB in a defense that's uh, that's a, a little bit of a letdown so far this year. Um, I bet you it went all well, the season started at seven and a half. I bet you because a lot of people are thinking they're going to be one and seven here. Uh, five and a half, two and a half. What? No uh, what That's an insult. It, no, it's, it's five and a half. You got it right. <laughs> it you is. Go right. good. Good. <laughs> Martin, you, Martin, you want to guess your team? The Saints? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> geez, Wait, where are team, they? What a disappointment. I mean, it is I'll a go. I'll go seven, six and a half. Seven. All right, it is. It is seven and a half. What were they to start? Eight and a half. I think were they, they were eight and a half to start. It was close to nine. Like at the, I know oh, when really? the, like, everything first started out, they were close to nine, I believe. And they might have been because they were like a coin flip to make the playoffs. So uh, they don't right. have the number one overall pick from 2015, who's their starting quarterback, and they don't have one of the best running backs of the last half decade either. Though, like the weird, like. Boy, Saints, what a what a bummer. Like, yeah, they don't have their their good players. That's that's what happens. I think they uh they get rightish uh this week. We're not going over that game. I I showed Martin Mercy, so mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't have to cover that game. But Rams Cowboys, we do have to do mine. Uh I'm not gonna go. I'm not going. Huh. Don't make me go. I already uh, I'm I'm counting as hell? a win. I already well, I saw them beat the Giants. Am I gonna see them beat the Giants and the Rams and sit in traffic for six hours and uh Whatever. I'm already planning on seeing the Mets lose to the Dodgers. How much misery can I can I get? I mean, I'm, I'm way ahead of myself with that. We'll get to that. But anyway, Rams five and a half point favorite, 42 and a half. Hey, it's the battle of the Coopers. Rush versus mm-hmm. Cup. Even though uh, Cooper Manning, we know, is the greatest Cooper of all time. Amari would have been fun if he had stuck around uh, to be in this fun. But Rush versus Cup, I don't know. This could be where we see Cooper wow. Rush take a, a big step back. First, that Rams front seven. But we talk about offenses and how they've all stalled. And this Rams offense does not scare me at all. Take that Atlanta game out, 39 points in three games. I don't think it gets right against this defense, which has been endorsed by Martin Weiss, the greatest uh, compliment you can get as a defense. Cowboys 5-0 and in their last five road games against the spread. Here's what's going to happen, though, guys. We haven't had a dumb Mike McCarthy moment. It's been a month. We're going to see it this week. They'll lose by a field goal or 21-20, and it's going to be a McCarthy miscue that uh, gets it done. But Cowboys still cover. Martin, what do you say about this game? Of all the games that we have to pick for this is by far the one that's the toughest for me. I want to pick the Rams so bad. I really, I truly, really want to because I just can't imagine they're as bad as we have seen going forward. And I feel like Sean McVay can figure out their offensive struggles. And defensively, they have not been playing poorly. Right, like, and and, and they really just can't. They're always on the field. Then on the flip side, 
Cooper Rush is either going to be a starting quarterback in this league for like five more years or the glass slippers coming off this week, <laughs> next week, or the week after. And one of those weeks, I don't want to be holding that ticket. I've been trying not to. I thought it was going to be last week against the Commanders, and it wasn't. But and I'm feeling like because I'm going to pick the Cowboys this week, this is the week where Cooper Rush has three interceptions, and there's absolutely zero quarterback controversy when Dak Prescott is healthy again. Well, but I'm three picking the Cowboys get you anyway, an A minus. No, I'm betting on Dak. I'm betting on <laughs> Michael Parsons. I hope Michael Parsons brings it home for me. But that's, that's it, right? Everything's relative, Shaq, right? It's Is Cooper Rush worse off against the Rams defense and Stafford is against the Cowboys defense? Maybe a little bit, um, but five and a half points worth? I'm not sure. All right. First of all, fascinating detail you provided, and I'm ashamed of myself for missing it. You know, I love things like Cooper, Cooper, yeah. Cooper. Had Amari Cooper right. been there, but he's not. Still then holding on to the greatest one of those kind of things. One time in Heinz Field, Eli Manning, Eli Rogers, and Eli Apple. I think there are seven total human oh, beings to ever good. be in the NFL named Eli, and three of them played at the exact same time on huh. the exact same field. And to bring it all the way back to the Mannings, Archie is the father of Peyton and Eli and Cooper, and Archie should be in SoFi Stadium watching mm-hmm. the Cowboys with his old man Sal this weekend. It's a disgrace. How do you not take – That's Archie's disgrace? Team. Well, because that's his team. Don't you, have, don't, don't you have a moral obligation to take your boy out to see him? No, I'm on team. No. Uh, don't wait in traffic for four hours and rush home for a podcast. <laughs> that's my team. That's my favorite. You need a team. helicopter or something like, or like a, <laughs> a, a motorcycle so you can you guys can uh, zip in and out of traffic. All right, I, I well, hear. I mean, they're going to win, and maybe I'll go. I don't know. I got well, listen, Martin. Martin's I'm got not going to do him. it. I like him with the points. I, I don't want to get mad at Mike McCarthy for a, a long ride home. You're not going to do it. You're taking it, the rant. Here's the recency bias. Obviously, you just saw the Rams. Shanahan owns McVay. That's what mm-hmm. we know above all else. Practically speaking, the they got uh, the Rams O-line got steamrolled by the Niners front. You think they're going to do any better against the Cowboys? Probably not. On the other hand, though, I like the Rams to turn it up with their high-end defense and take care of Cooper Rush. Give me the Rams at home in a spot that they really need to get a victory here. I, I don't want to get crazy with need to, but it, it would be nice for the Rams to get on track here now in October. I think they do that at home, even though they're probably going to be feeling like a road team because I assume that – yeah. Most Cowboys fans will make an appearance in Los Angeles to root on the star. On the That's side what of I'm counting on. They don't need me there. I'm sure a Cowboy yeah. fan will have my seat. There's about 65% chance it happens anyway. Hey, I don't want to – well, we'll go into baseball a little later. Uh, another matchup, Shane Bieber against Shane McClanahan. Check. Ooh. Cleveland, Tampa Bay. That's a Shane. How many Shanes do you have going against each other? Not too many. Uh, Interesting. We'll get back to that in a second. Uh, all right, what's the other game here? All right, Ravens-Bengals. This is a fun one. Game of the week, I think. Uh, Ravens Agreed. somehow have lost five straight at home. They're a three-point favorite, 51's the over-under against Cincy. This is my get-right game, Martin. I, I I didn't drop the Ravens defense. A lot of people I saw in fantasy leagues dropped the Ravens defense. How do you do that up against Joe Burrow? You know, right? You're going to get two sacks by accident. <laughs> by the way, Bengals back on track. Are we for sure certain they beat the Jets? They beat an, uh, an emotionally spent Dolphins team on a Thursday night. This game is bigger for Baltimore. I think they get Gus Edwards and Ronnie Stanley back. That could be big. Um 
The under is probably the better way to go. Somehow it's 9-0 and in the Bengals' last nine overall. 24-20. I'm taking the Ravens, and I'm taking the under. Martin, what do you like? I'm taking the Ravens, too. Eventually, this Ravens team has got to surround itself around Lamar Jackson. I know he did not play well in the second half last year, last week, rather. But defensively, they've got to step up and be better. Otherwise, I'm just going to be completely wrong about my Super Bowl pick. They should be able to beat the Bengals, especially when you think about the way the Bengals played them last year. Um, I feel like that's something that Marlon Humphreys and those guys, Marcus Peters, like it's a lot of the same faces, right? So I'm expecting them to get get it in order at some point. And it's terrifying that I'm doing it against T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. But again, ultimately, I kind of think you're right. I don't know how much the Bengals have figured out uh, in terms of up front. I just think they uh, haven't gone against Pot. Uh, wow, uh, Parsons and Watt. Baltimore's deep pass rush is better than the Jet, whatever the Jets and the Dolphins are running out there. Check. I, I one of these teams going to have three losses through five weeks. It's right. Schedule, it's funny. Time. Yeah. Not as not as but I mean same thing with the Chargers and Browns. It's it really uh, these these uh, scenarios keep uh, cropping mm-hmm. up here, don't they? I'm going to take the Ravens at home. I, you know, four weeks in, you said that the the Bengals really. I think if Tua doesn't get hurt, um, mm-hmm. and even with Teddy B in there, pretty close to to the backup getting thrown in there in Queen City in a big spot for Cincy and losing that game. It's weird that it's one thing that um, Joe Mixon hasn't gotten rolling yet, um, and it's another thing that Chase hasn't gotten going yet. But both, they, they can't get what, – what gives with the bungles? It's some weird voodoo going on there. I'm taking the Ravens at home. One of these teams is going to be two and three, and that's why I'm still so sick in my balls that the that the Steelers can't be two and two because that division can be had, but not when, you're, well, not when you're one and six or one and seven. That's true. Yeah, that's not going to – that's not going <laughs> to do They're probably it. not going to win it from no, there. Caesars has a two and a half wins. That, that's not right. going to be troubling a little. No. Um I'm not going to say either of these coaches are in trouble, but you kind of have to look to them at one point. Zach Taylor's made some mistakes for sure if they're end Agreed. up two and three. And the Ravens with Harbaugh, the Ravens trailed. Check, we we threw this around each other. Ben Folks brought this up. The two and two Ravens have trailed for a total of 14 seconds in their two losses. 14 seconds. Really weird. Really weird stuff. Uh, all right. right. This is uh, the Sunday night game. KC. Las Vegas. I should be. I, I should not be able to pick this game because I'm all over the Raiders every week. It finally worked last week against Denver. Kansas City looked great against Tampa Bay. Just suffocated them right off the bat. They're like, well, you're not going to even be in this game. Um, but they kind of owed. If you go by who owes who what, they kind of owed Tampa Bay for previous games. Um, maybe the Chiefs take the Raiders for granted. They have their number. And you have to think if the Raiders are going to get up for any game, it'd be this one. I don't know if they win. 30-26, I'll take uh, the Raiders plus the points. Martin, what are you saying? I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. Um, this is, I know the Raiders absolutely desperately need this game if they intend to, to, to contend this season. But the, what I saw out of Kansas City last week, I think that might be the best team in football. If they are able to run the ball with the effectiveness with between Pacheco and uh, and uh, Edwards Delaire, if they're able to run the ball like that, and 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 still have Kelsey get off, it may not matter that Tyree Kill's not there. And if that defense is going to be 
like you, know, you said, it was suffocating against Tampa. They're pretty much league average in most stuff. If they can be a top 13 defense, like the, mm-hmm. the sky is the limit for the Chiefs. It's terrifying me that I picked the Ravens to win the Super Bowl, but I'm going with the Chiefs uh, to cover the seven here and probably will go with them to cover most of the games going forward. I did think the the best thing to take out of that Raiders game and Brother Bryce of, of against a lot of the degenerate trifecta is a big Raiders fan. Josh Jacobs seemed to have mm-hmm. not only he one did. of his best games in years, but a couple, a couple of those runs looked very different from Josh. Now, this is a contract year. I know all that helps. On the flip side, check the Chiefs had almost 200 yards rushing right against the uh Against the Bucks, that was that you don't expect that at all against the. Yeah, that's what that's what I think. I I, I want to take the Raiders here because I think we're inflating the Chiefs a little bit for a, a, a distinctive weird spot for the Bucks. They are at home, but we might leave and fly to Minnesota, and we can't really practice because of the hurricane and all that uh, mm. business. I think the Raiders felt like we absolutely got to take down the Broncos or shame the devil. The season's over. It's kind of like when you're down twenty points in an NBA game and you rally all the way back and you catch him and it's like well yeah we have nothing left in the tank for to to now actually win the game i think the raiders expended a fair amount of energy knowing they had to have this one this is a terrible spot to walk into um in arrowhead i think that uh, I, I think that to exactly your point i think that the chiefs are presenting as a team that can grind you up now um mm. on the ground uh, and which is what teams like the raiders tried to do to them for the last two three seasons I'm going to take the Chiefs in Arrowhead. It's a touchdown. That's a lot, but uh, I'll take KC. Well, listen, you guys let me know how this turns out. This is a Sunday night game, right? This yeah. is Sunday. Yeah. No, it's Monday oh, night. It's, no, not? It's, our, it's our Bungles oh, game. Bungles oh, Monday, right? The Bengals are. Oh, okay. All right. That's the one you guys have to let me know about because I know DeGrom is going to be locked in a, a one nothing uh, deficit in the uh, eighth inning, and I'm going to be biting my hands off. For game three, I thought uh, when you Sunday. said like I can't pick this one, I thought you were going to announce that you oh. had landed a play-by-play gig or something. Like I got to lay off. Is that nonsense? Who gives a crap? Oh, integrity. What you can't? Chris Collinsworth can't make a pick on the game because he's in the broadcast booth. I that's, a, that, that's a step too far. I, when I did the halftime pick for uh, Fox, um, and we did a Thursday night Fox Bet Live, that would be they'd go to me. And I'm like, I'd love to pick this game, but I can't. And it would drive Benetta and Clay Travis and Dodd Furman nuts that I couldn't pick the game on air because I was doing it. There. It is a nice power to have, I will say. Shaq, if you if, if somehow yeah, I get, get it, there, right? It's fun. It's like, well, too important for you right now, but uh, you guys have at it. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with our pops of the week. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
All right, our pop of the week. Here we go. This is it. We take an underdog to win the game plus 150 or higher. I am going Carolina. Martin, you called them the worst. Oh, my God. No way. I might have done it, too. Well, listen, here's the thing. You... If you've been around this game even uh, a year, you have to know you can't lean on last week's result too much, right? Mm -hmm. So the 49ers look great, whatever. They beat up on the Rams. Carolina, we're talking about are they the worst team? Well, certainly one of the top three looking that way. I like this Panthers team this week. 49ers on a short week, flying east. Offense does not look great. Say what you will about the 49ers. Their defense is, is spectacular. Their offense is such that... Every team has a chance against them. If you put up 17 points, home team, this this instance has a chance. The under is 10-1 and one in the 49ers last 11. So I'm looking at something in the mid-teens, believe it or not. 14-13, Bakers, Panthers survive, pull out an ugly one. I know you hate that, Martin, but plus 228, it's juicy. Dave, is that also your pup of the week? I mean, to my response to what Sal just said there is no. ditto. That's a really? great when you exclaimed that Sal said Panthers, it made me seem that that not just Sal, but also you were just so I thought he was incredibly making fun wrong of about this game. Oh, man. Oh, come on. Look, I, Let's look, I, hear, what you, I hear what you're saying about the small sample sizes, and I completely understand that to be true. But I would challenge you to look at the larger sample size, which I will call Baker Mayfield's NFL career. Like that, that's mm -hmm. the, and he's going against what I, I don't know if you listened to Lemon Pepper, but I asked Will Blackman this uh, uh, earlier and he agreed with me. I think the San Francisco 49ers defense may be the best unit in football. Like of, of all offense, defense, special teams, the 49ers defense. They do defense look like they're be, playing a whole different game. They really do. They fly so the like, ball like nobody else. Yep. The idea that, I mean, I get it. I know the pup of the week is slim picking, so I'm not trying to kill you. And by definition, it is a long slot, long shot. But the Panthers mm -hmm. haven't beaten a team that scored over 17 points, I think, at, in the last two years. Or there's some crazy stat with Matt Rule. But uh, you know what? I don't want to. Go ahead. That's I'm looking at it right now. Uh, the the Giants scored 19 points, they lost to them. The Cardinals, 26, lost to them. That's just this year. Browns, 26, they mm -hmm. lost to them. If the team's – it's something incredible. Like, they score – I don't think they're going to score 30, but I think, I think the, they keep they stay in there with a 49ers team that can't score either. 14-13. You know as well as I do, Sal, because I, I, I that Kyle Shanahan, the reason specifically – he wanted to move on from Jimmy G was the bad interceptions, the one mm -hmm. to four bad balls that Jimmy G would throw every game. And if you're going to play on the razor's edge and de uh, dominate defensively mm -hmm. and have Jimmy G back there, you're going to lose a couple knuckleballs along the way. You saw that in week one with Trey Lance in there against the Bears. That's inexplicable. In fact, if you look right. back, the weirdest result so far in the first month is that the Bears beat the Niners, right? But mm -hmm. I, I, I think you're a Applying the exact logic that I am here, that they're flying across the country, every, right as rain. We beat the we beat the defending world champions and everything mm -hmm. else. I think this sets up. The only concern I have is Matt Rule. Seems like he's really losing that locker room. Seems like guys are not yeah. scared to even say it on a microphone. Like, yeah, I don't know about this guy for long term. Martin, I'm going to pick your. I mean, you're, you're, whatever your pup is, it is, but I'm going to predict it right now. And I don't think it's very nice that you're taking the Seahawks over your own Saints. 
Yo, that's wild because I was sitting there debating. <laughs> like I, I, I didn't want to waffle and be like, well, I really have two. But if yeah. I were to, if I, if you had to, if I you had to give me a second one, that would be my second, my second. Oh, well, that was your first one, and now you feel stupid because I guessed it, and you have to go with what was going to no. be your second one. But it's I not can your tell you the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, I can tell you the moment <laughs> that, that it changed, and it was 15 minutes ago from a, oh. when a tweet from my sports update came across my phone. That's when I changed my pup of the week from that Seahawks team, who you know handled. Both are going to handle both of my hometown teams in back-to-back weeks. I'm going, oh, yeah. even though Kyle Pitts was not available in the media session of practice today. Oh wow! I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons. Wow! Feet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This Buccaneers team offensively is not good enough to lay nine points to anybody. The Falcons score a ton of points, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that they'll keep it close enough. That it'll be a close game at the end. They're three, almost uh, just over three to one odds. I'm going to ride with that for the pup. For real. For real, you're taking Wow. Okay, oh, so the, for uh, real, Atlanta's going to be alone in first like place that. in the NFC South. And the, the tweet fun. in question, I forgot to mention what the actual tweet said. It said, Bucks QB Tom Brady on his shoulder slash finger injuries, quote, I'll be there Sunday. I just, wow. I, it's, I, bad vibes all around votes. coming out of Tampa. I mean, a whole bunch yeah. of Tom Brady jokes. Give me the Falcons and Arthur Smith. And Maybe that's I like not the bad. way they ran the ball last week, too. Maybe they that's run not the ball bad, but check. Yeah, but the way, I don't know, the way Sheck feels about Jimmy G, and by the way, I bet Jimmy G to throw an interception at even odds on Monday that never happened, but you feel the same about Mariota. It's coming. There's going to be one of them, right? Um, and against True, that, but you know, it has to be good. We're in the uncharted space here, and it's funny that, you know, 20 something years into the Belichick Brady union, that it might happen. That if the Falcons. Do and it, it, I, I, with Marty, I don't think that would be a huge stunner at this point, given the way Brady's played and the mess mm. and all the stuff. I mean, it's ugly stuff in the newspaper about his personal life. I'd be skittish about all that too. I'd be like, what the, this is gross, guys. What are you talking about? My personal life? Oh, I get yeah. it. But if they lose, you know what could be really like, that's it for Belichick's, Belichick and the Patriots. Losing it home to mm-hmm. the Lions would indicate that to me, right? I, Bailey's happy and all that. I, I don't. I don't care. There's no excuse. You cannot lose to the Detroit Lions in the 21st century in Foxborough if you're Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. I don't care who's not out there. Who it, it would be a mm-hmm. disgrace and the end of the Belichick mystique. Interesting. All right. Well, they're a three-point favorite, so I know. Uh, yeah, they're expected to. Uh, to talk about a game they need for sure. Uh, all right, let's go baseball real quick. You only have a few minutes left there. I'm going to Mets. I think that line is a little hefty at minus one seventy for a team that can't beat you, Darvish. But whatever. Like I said, I think that's a three-game series. I would take the Mets. I'll take the Phillies to upset St. Louis. I am going Cleveland. Very red hot against a cold Tampa Bay team. Uh, Cleveland advances over Tampa. And I'm going to go Toronto, big favorite also, uh, home against Seattle. Sha- Martin, I know you don't care, but some of these games are going to be on a Friday when there's no football. Do you have a, a pick in mind? I'm going to go with the Mets because I was uh, – but it's all off the heart. I was just thinking earlier back when we were doing when – the, when the Megans came out with the video about how City Field and the U.S. Open, and it was mm. like it was all going to be – it was going to be a great fall. Uh, in Flushing, and so I, ten you know, and a half games up. 
I really like that narco song too. I really, really like that narco song. So well, it's I'm fun, but everyone's stolen it now, including the Braves who played it when uh, Diaz came. He played it for the. Uh, I forget what hitter came up against Diaz the other day. They played it for at that. How unoriginal can we be, America? Uh, this is it's it. the craziest thing that. I hate it. The, the the Journey song that they play like, born and raised inside, the, that should That's only be played in Detroit. It says Detroit right there. The Sweet Caroline belongs to the Red Sox. But this he's a, stealing yeah. other people's songs is the crazy. I, I Come up with your own. There are a lot of them. There are, there are at least like 50 or 60 songs in the world that you can <laughs> you think, choose from. Many? You don't have to take <laughs> maybe 70, uh, 80, maybe triple digits even. I'm yeah. going to take the one I like best of all these uh, these. Uh, early series is the Phillies. I'm going to take them. Um, there's a little juice there. They have the best pitcher in the series and Zach Wheeler in short series. That's what I'll always do. In and baseball. he beats it. You're right. I think if this is three out of five, I go with Cardinals, but because it's two out of three, Wheeler's been dominant and dominant against the Cardinals too. So um, that's, yeah, that's exactly my reasoning there for that one. Uh, real quick on judge. Um, Whatever. He's going to win MVP. He hit the 62. I lost money on that. I know I have a lot of Yankee fan friends who um, are, get on me for belittling this uh, this achievement. I mean, he's what, one of six players now who have done this? We had a, and I love baseball, and I get it. Baseball needs stories like this to survive. But um, let's call it what it is. Five other players have done this, or five other seasons this has happened. And the Roger Maris Jr. thing. To, to, for him to come out and we're to believe that he is rooting. Can you imagine, Check? I've talked about this on other podcasts, but if you were a, a Connect Four champion, right, and you're known I, throughout if. the world as a Connect Four champion and you pass yes. and little Grady boy goes to Connect Four championship <laughs> again in which your record is going to be broken, are you telling me that that guy, your kid, is going to root for a complete stranger over the, the, the man who raised him? It just that makes no sense to me. This whole thing was a facade from the start, and I'm glad we're done with the judge stuff. The way it is, we boy, I hadn't thought about that. You're right, but that Yankees family is important Uh too, and I hate the Yankees as much as anybody does. This side of uh, Boston sports fans, Um, it's cool. I mean, you know, listen, I celebrate those things with my teams. That guess what? That's right. You know why the Penguins are great? Because they have two of the five greatest players in the history of the game and two of the top 25 forwards in NHL history. I celebrate that. Same thing. If you're a Yankees fan, that's pretty cool. The three all-time leaders in in, uh, single-season home runs is on your team. All their their, uh, 15 other teams in the league, and your team has the three top? That's neat. I mean, I guess so, but it's only for half of the league. I don't understand the complete – like, it would be it's, – like, it's the same concept as, like, LeBron talking, like, yo, I dominated the Eastern Conference for the last 10 years. Or the Bill Belichick and Tom Brady saying, I dominated the AFC East. That's, like, I don't understand why everybody is not, like uh, – I get baseball is different. You didn't have interleague play for all this time, and so it's not necessarily the same level of crossover that there is in other sports. But, like – who cares who has the most like who cares who has the most touchdown passes in the NFC? Like that's not a record that anybody cares about being broken or who has the most three pointers made in the Western Conference. 
Nah, that's, I, see, I that's thinking, thinking that maybe it's Bud Selig's fault for doing interleague play that has diminished the value of leagues. But that's what made baseball cool versus every other sport was that it. I keep seeing that one like, oh, he's a Marvin Harrison AFC receptions leader. Like that's not the not the same measure. Let's American League and National League are two distinct things. Like Those somebody two else distinct hit, things. Somebody else hit like 11 more. It's a, it's a, it should have been done in 121 years. He's not, he wasn't getting a 73. I knew it. I told everybody he wasn't getting a 73. Barry Bonds holds that record. All right. Another That's creep. all I need to say. Now, real quick with the, the ball, uh, it seems like this guy's a rich guy with a wife who was on The Bachelor, so maybe not the kind of guy you're rooting for, but um, he deserves what he can get here. Get, get what you can, right? It's your property if you catch the ball. Why are we split on this? I'm, I'm not, I don't care about his personality, but if he can get $3 million for that ball, let him get it and do what he wants. He can give it to charity or keep it himself. Um, I, I want to credit. I wanted to get the guy who flew right beside him. Good thinking, good risk, I think. You probably could tear your ACL flying down uh, 10 feet, but in the 10% chance that the ball is dropped into that galley, 10% chance for two, $3 million, I think uh, it was worth it. No, it stinks, and it's why... Yeah, of course you do that. Right. What of happened? course. It's worth it to do that. Yeah. yeah. So that it's the same thing as right. John Han- people, the same people who get in touch to say, well, listen, <laughs> we the know. same people who say, John, you should be flattered. John Ham kicked you out of the league. This is the same. This is the same <laughs> dynamic of like, it hey, is? maybe Albert Pujols will be my friend if I give him the ball back. Like, fair. Who cares? I, what, 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 it's yeah. All this this Hollywood phony chasing, like, oh, maybe he'll retweet you. Maybe right. Aaron Judge will hit the retweet if you give him the ball back. Hey, go make a million it's dollars. Roger Maris Jr. It's all phony. Martin, you get that ball, you no. keep it. I, right? You get that authenticated. You I get keep that, that ball authenticated and I sell it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not holding on to that thing. Sure. I don't want that thing in my possession. From matter of fact, I might get that thing go straight to the bank and put it in a safe deposit box until I can get it authenticated. Because no one is taking my meal ticket away. Because if I get that ball, I'm never working well, again. I had uh, there were whispers of if it was going to happen in Yankee Stadium, they kind of bully you there. The security guards and the cops are like, "Hey, you know, you whatever, you don't you don't want to give hey. it up. That's a long walk to your you car on your own." <laughs> take, I was about to say, you can take me with you. Take me with you. But the one thing I'm gonna have in these hands that they're cut, yeah. I'm gonna have this baseball with me. This is the ball. Call my mama. Bail me yeah. out. There you go. <laughs> All right. Listen, we didn't get to uh, we didn't get to uh, college. I do look forward to every week. Check. Crapping on Alabama. It, it doesn't ever seem to work, but I, I can tell you right now, Alabama is going to, even though they're a 24 point favorite, they're going to be down seven to three to Texas AM. And Sheck is going to tweet about, oh, look, I wonder if they'll still make the playoffs after losing. You did this against Texas. You let, did this last week. I, 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 I didn't say they were going to lose. I said it doesn't make a difference if they win or lose. And the, the, the other point yeah. that I made was accurate. It was and like, oh my God, oh, Bryce win. Young's yeah. hurt. What's, what's, what's the tide going to do now? They have to throw their, their poor backup in. Yeah, he's way better than anybody. On, on the other team that this is what Alabama and Ohio State and Georgia have going for them ongoing they have their fifth level player is better than your number one uh, your first string guy uh, I don't know I don't know I love it because as soon as you do that it seems like Alabama turns it on I really think you're inspiring this team spaghetti does your team have a chance three and a half point uh, favorite it's BYU 
Well, I mean, I assume they have a chance if they are the favorite. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, think oh, wow. they played that, that. That's arrogance that I, I I don't care for. Yeah, Drew Drew Pine's playing a lot better. He seems to have a rhythm with Tommy Reese now. I mean, their defense early on in the season, especially in that Ohio State game, showed they could hang. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I think BYU is a good team. There's a lot of pressure in this game, obviously being in Vegas, but. I don't have a feel for it yet. I'm still reading everything. Like every beat reporter that has a new new nugget coming, I'm still reading. Right now, I would probably say BYU is the safe, getting the points of the safe pick, but um, I think it should be a solid game, though. All right. Are you going, Eddie? I'm getting a lot of crap. No, I'm, I'm not, not going. I'm, go? I'm not going. Holy bull. against a long week in Vegas, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. BYU, Notre Dame. All right. That's going to do it. We've been on too long. Uh, a lot of yelling. <laughs> A lot of uh, yeah, I don't think we agreed on anything today. We it's agreed on the Carolina Panthers. What better up. to agree upon in yeah, the whole world Martin, than the Carolina not. Panthers are going to win on a <laughs> Sunday? Martin. I went and looked it up. I went and looked it up, and I don't know. I think I said twenty. I know that in the last two last season, twenty twenty one, the Panthers did not win a game in which the opponent scored over seventeen points, and they haven't done it yet this season either. So if the funny thing is that that NFC South, according to the three of us, is like Martin says Carolina is the worst team. He might be right, but now now he's picking against uh, Tampa, and now Atlanta is Atlanta really going to be a top? Uh, that's why the NFL is so great, and baseball sucks after Sunday for me. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it. Uh, there you go, lemon pepper parlay, Martin. You and Will Blackman, good discussion. You got your big picks of the week, Shaq. You and uh, you and Kevin Hench. On minus three, fun times indeed. Mr. Lister, go back and listen to that. Got AO against the lots. AO, I say uh, over and over. Megan, fun of sports, covered in glory, lots of it. And uh, listen to Eddie Spaghetti and Jen Piacenti for your waiver wire pickups. That's the way to do it. That's another episode. My bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) Is that what it is? All right, Martin's going to figure this out and get back to us. A reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. (laughs) 